Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show today. We are excited to get another, I think you're you're from mostly Carnival, right? Yep. Is that okay? Yes, so I... we've got Amy Burnsma from Carnival. So we've had some people that have spent a small time amount uh, on Carnival, but I think officially she's our first Carnival person has been on Carnival. <laughs> so before we check in and before we uh, get into Amy's story, we're going to check in with Brad and Eric and see what's happening in their neck of the woods. Uh, Eric, what's going on? Yeah, no, it was a kind of a rough uh, real estate day, but you know, hopefully tomorrow would be better. Brad, yeah. what's going on? Just a normal day, uh, except I uh, I got home and the wife informed me that she was not going to cook tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I am not cooking. Go get something to eat. So I had to make a run back to town and grab a pizza. And of course, I ate, as usual, one too many pieces. Oh, I and love so- pizza. I had to take I had to take a small nap before this. I hear you. That's, that's just like you know, two slices <laughs> like short of the whole pizza. Yeah, no, I I love pizza. I could eat pizza tonight's my uh, catfish night. And I wanted to mention uh, where where we hooked up with Amy was the I worked on Carnival in the '90s Facebook group, public Facebook page. Um, looks like there's quite a few people on there. Yeah. I, I go there every now and then. It's kind of a fun fun little Facebook page. So we're we're glad to have you. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, hey, Brad, are you are you okay with your OnlyFans now that they stopped? You know. Oh, I was going to mention that too. No more I, porn that, allowed on. Are you upset? Uh, OnlyFans. I, yeah, I am highly upset, <laughs> highly upset, and I will be out of there. Okay, now that we said that, they backtrack and are going to allow it. Oh, well, I'm back in then. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> uh, all right, well, hey, let's uh, let's get on with Amy here and uh, bring her into the show. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Amy. Happy to be welcome, here. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hey, Amy, um, tell us kind of like your backstory on what you did before ships and maybe how you came okay. to work on a cruise ship. Well, I'm a registered nurse and my background is emergency room. I worked in Miami in the emergency room. Okay. Um, what hospital in Miami? Just um, uh, the first one I worked at was Parkway. Not there anymore. No, um, it's on the Parkway. Golden Glades Interchange. So I worked there in the 80s during Cocaine Cowboys, you know, yeah, in yeah, North okay. Miami Beach. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. I, I did work at Jackson and I did work at Baptist too. Hey, so yeah. for, for us Oklahoma people, what, what is Cocaine Cowboys? Uh, during the Pablo Escobar time in the 80s, uh, Miami was crazy with cocaine and, um, you know, shootings. And every night we would have tons of shootings from drug deals going bad and Ooh. stuff. This was the Miami Vice days, Scott. Yes. yes. Oh, and yeah. I was on Miami Vice. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Okay. I played a nurse. Ooh. Well, we'll have hey, to get the, the episode. And when you play that, we'll have to go check it out. I was going to yeah, say that's much see... more impressive than my uh, my background shot in, in an episode. I was uh, at FIU and I was just like, you know, uh, in, the, in the crowd scene. 
But you were actually, it sounds like you actually visible. You can't see me. I'm, I know that I'm there, but you can't see me. Yeah, you can see my blonde hair. And I I mean, I know the scene and everything. Um, it was 1985. And uh, it was a scene. It, it was the episode where the girl is sleeping with this guy and they're running guns. And you find out at the end, it's really her dad. And um, oh. I played in a hospital scene. Did you meet Don Johnson? Oh, yeah. Don and Philip. Yeah, they oh. were in the scene that I was Sweet. in. I just was a nurse behind the desk. The lieutenant came and had to pretend he was talking to me and kept saying, oh, so you're a real nurse. And I thought, am I supposed to talk to him? I'm not quite sure. But <laughs> everyone was really nice. And well, that's good. That's it cool. was really yeah, boring, cool. actually. It took eight hours wow. to do a three minute scene. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. It's and they said, crazy. hey, oh, my gosh, you are awesome in this show. You need to go work on a ship. Working at Miami Jackson. Yes. That is nuts. That is crazy. Every shooting, every stabbing yes. that happens in the city goes to Jackson Memorial, most likely. And yep. it is crazy. It's about a 12-hour wait in the emergency room. Doesn't Place seem nuts. like much of an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> that is life uh, or death right there. Yeah, it's you don't go back unless you're not breathing or you're shot. Yeah, it's a crazy place. I worked there for six months and that was about all I could take. So yeah. Oh wow. But I worked yeah. in the ER and one of the ER doctors I worked with um was the medical director for the a flight company. So I worked as a flight nurse on private Learjet out of Fort Lauderdale International Airport. So we went all over the world, mainly ships. To pick patients up that, you know, get sick or, you know, fall, break their leg or whatever. So that's kind of how I got interested in working on the ship. Because I'd go to all these ships and talk to the nurses and stuff. On my downtime, I would fill in at Carnival like just a week here and there. And then I decided to do it full time. Were your assignments uh, generally four months long or were they shorter? Um, No, between four and eight months long because, you know... Yes, because nurses are short-staffed, as in every place. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually, I, I think my longest assignment was 10 months. Wow. That's really long for That's a nurse. A nurses time. normally, they try to keep them down to like four months. Yes. So I used to recruit nurses for Princess Cruises. Oh, okay. Um, yep. And I did that in the, well, I don't know, 2000s or the teens. But mm-hmm. it was uh, it was always a challenge finding nurses that have that emergency room background because you really need that on a ship. And because I wasn't married and I didn't have kids, you know, they'd always use me as, oh, you can stay, you can stay, you know. Uh, What year did you get on the carnival ship? Um, 1997 to 99. And then I worked from 2009 to 2013. And then... 2014, I worked offshore on a ship that services uh, oil platforms. Did that you for a year. Kind of a nice break between the, so the first one you did, you said 90, uh, 1996 to 90, 97 to 99. Yeah. 97, 99. And then you took a, a break for. Yeah, my mom got sick. And so I took care of her. And then I actually uh worked in Abu Dhabi. I flew there on 9-11. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I worked I worked in Saudi Arabia and then I worked in Abu Dhabi. There's some stories yep. there, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, there's some <laughs> there is some stories, that's for sure. Were you working but, in a um, hospital or what were you doing? Yeah, I worked in the the emergency room in in Saudi Arabia. I worked in the emergency room at uh, King Fahad National Guard Hospital. I actually was there when 
Kuwait was invaded by Saddam. Wow. I left 13 days, 13 days after the invasion, decided to start flying. So I flew until 1997. And what did you do on the ship? Uh, So I was a, I was a purser and, uh, yeah. And so was Brad. We worked together at Royal Caribbean and then, yeah. And Scott worked in the entertainment department. Oh yeah. The, the dancers backstage changing all the naked dancers. It was rough. Oh I got, yes, I got carpal tunnel. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's move to some exciting stories. So, I'm 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 excited to hear from a nurse perspective uh, on you know the stories, the nurses and and that department because uh, we haven't yeah, had any. You right know, there. the nurses are just as wild as the dancers and the Steiners, awesome. right? I, yeah, I have tons of crazy stories. So my name is Amy Brinsma, and this is my ship story. First started in the Jubilee, um, and I met my husband on the first night that I joined the ship. He was the executive <laughs> wow. chef for Carnival Cruise Line. That was quick. Wow. <laughs> yes, the it first was. night? Yeah. Yep. That must and, have been a, um, a fantastic flambe. <laughs> yes, it was. I was very spoiled. And then um, he left me for the crew purser. How do you like that? Oh, <laughs> that's not good. Those yeah, pursers. Ouch. Those pursers. Yeah, those damn pursers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't leave a man alone on the ship. There's two lives on the ship. There's your ship life and there's your land life. And they don't sell. There's a land life? That's what the Italians used to always tell me anyways. Yep. Yes. So there's life back at home and there's life on a ship. Right. And, and, and the two shall only meet for about five minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Unless when, the wife the, is on one end of the ship and that's the girlfriend I mean. on the other end. Oh, yeah. And so then, if the wife then, or spouse is traveling. Then eight minutes. I, I do have to tell you that I, there was a doctor at Royal who was let go, I think, after two weeks. He One day he got drunk and they found him peeing in a potted plant in a passenger area, like in a yes. really big passenger bar. Yeah. So he was gone uh, after that. <laughs> My best story, though, is that we were um, in three Mexican ports, you know, Mazatlan, Cabo San Lucas and Puerto Vallarta. And then we have two and a half sea days to go back to San Pedro Sulu or San Pedro. Yeah. And this guy walks down and says to me, um, I'm out of heroin and I need some drugs. Yeah. That's what he asked you. This was yes. a passenger that came to the, the medical facility. Yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, we're just in three Mexican ports. You couldn't have bought some. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. So then his wife tells me, oh, no, he's a Vietnam vet and he's a heroin addict. And I'm like, well, we don't carry heroin on the ship, you know, like, but we oh finally put him under room arrest and then gave him like a narcotic every four hours, you know, around the clock because he was, you know, having withdrawals. When we got to Los Angeles, um, the purser, you know, put him first in line, like off the ship. They didn't want, they didn't want customs to know that there was a heroin user on there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's pretty wild. All he was wanting was <laughs> narcotics. So just, you know, you could have given it to him, you know, and all right, there you go. Yeah. Well, he went up to the purser's desk, threw himself on the floor and started vomiting. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Because we didn't give him his drugs right away, you know? I mean, I don't, was it really crazy busy or you had your, obviously, from what I remember, you had some times that it was really slow and then all of a sudden you could yeah. get super, super busy, especially if it was rough at sea. It's rough at, at, at right. If it's rough, 
were very busy. I mean, I can remember times where I would take a basket with um, syringes all loaded up with medicine and I would just walk up and down the aisle and just shoot them in the ass because <laughs> they're all, it was, I mean, it was really rocky. It was really, you know, rough. And the higher you are on the ship. So if you get the really nice rooms, the sicker yeah. you get, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's amazing that people like want to talk to the captain because it's rocky. Yeah. And I, I'd always <laughs> say to him, there's only one person in charge of the weather, my dear. So <laughs> like you're on a ship. Yeah. yeah no, they don't get it. Yeah. And so what was in that syringe? Um, Fenergan. Hmm. It's, it's an, Is that like Dramamine or. It's kind of like, yeah, it's a anti-nausea. So it stops the bomb. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think I got that when I was really hungover once <laughs> and I yeah, couldn't, probably. like, I couldn't, I couldn't keep food down. I was so hungover and it had been like three days that I was just so sick that the nurse finally said, okay, come here. And she gave me some anti-nausea stuff that worked like a charm. Yeah. So you know what, what the best thing to do when you're seasick is? Probably have a drink. No, go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, you know, go out, sit outside, but we tell people to eat a green apple. A green apple? A green apple. And that's why on cruise ships, they order green apples. And then you'll see them on the, like the Lido deck all the time. Why didn't I ever hear that? I never heard that. that. Wouldn't know. Never never been seasick. Never had any sympathy for anyone Um, that was seasick. (laughs) I I was seasick like twice, I think. That was, but that's when they had to, you know, close the portholes and it was really rocky. Yeah. I never got seasick either, but I, I have had motion sickness. I can't get on like the teacup at Disney World, you know, that little ride. I can't <laughs> yeah. ride those. They make me, they give me motion sickness, but on a ship, never, never had, never gotten seasick. Yeah. I think my hardest thing on the ship, especially when you first get on there is staying awake because that rocking, you know, kind of. <laughs> makes yeah. You and you're in an inside yeah, yeah. cabin and you turn off the lights and if you don't have a port. Yes. Hole, it's like it could be noon oh. and it's as black yes. as a shirt. Like that you. is the best sleeping that I ever it had. Is, it is on a ship and an inside cabin with the yeah. air conditioning as cold as it would get and just not not being able to see. You anything. could sleep for sleep. days and no one Absolutely. would eat. Yeah. I even had on the Jubilee, I had a huge bathtub. Wow. What? A bathtub on, on a huge old fashioned big bathtub. And the Steiner girls would used to come down and they would give me free treatments if I'd let them take a bath. Oh, that's a good, that's a good trade. That's a good trade. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody else came on that, that they were like, yeah, I had a bath. Gary, like, Gary, Gary. Mul- yeah. Gary Mulcahy on Costa. Wow. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, at least on princess, the executive committee, so the top most senior people, the top mm-hmm. 10, they have bathtubs in their cabins. And I had a huge room, but I didn't have a window. So tell us about uh, Amy's uh, party life. Do you ever hook up with a passenger? No, no coning. We uh-huh. call them cones. Oh, a carnival. Yes. They yeah. were, they call carnival yeah. called them cones. Cones. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. I, we we, we always we always said Pat. Uh, oh, yeah. On Royal Caribbean, but, but no, but I, heard... I, ne- I never did. I was pretty good about that. I won't. I won't say that I didn't hook up with some crew members, but uh, <laughs> for everybody did that. Well, yeah, not everybody. Just, you know, we used to give out free condoms to the crew. You know. Well, back then, for a crew, you know, if a girl or woman got pregnant, they she was immediately off the ship. They, they yeah. wouldn't leave them on. Nowadays, they'll keep them working a little bit longer until the they doctor says they can stay up to 20 weeks. To... I mean, well, we had to make several appointments for girls in ports for procedures. 
there was a, a girl at Princess who who was really small and she was a stewardess and she just hid her pregnancy the whole time. She had the baby on the ship. It was it was insane, just crazy. Because the, the the as you know, you can tell us the medical facility right. is not set up to not for that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the Quiet Place movie, the the first and second one, but yeah. uh, you know, you can't hide that. Too it's long. amazing. We had a passenger who had a baby in St. Martin, was born dead, I guess. She put Uh, it under her sister's bed, and then she went to the beach all day in St. Martin. Oh, my God. That is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. And the the FBI waited for her all day. Insane. Yeah, it was pretty traumatic, and the poor cabin steward was very... Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. Like, can yeah. you imagine? No. You just walk in and you see a, a dead baby. Oh my God. No, that would be that That's would be horrific. traumatizing well, for, you, for the you, rest like, of your life. I mean, you see this lump on a on a mattress and you're like, what is that? And you oh my yeah. gosh. And people think, you know, that we just hand out seasick tablets, you know, but it's really very crazy. People have no idea how crazy people are. And I had a, a good old Southern boy come up to me and said to me, so honey, are you a real nurse on land? <laughs> and I said, no, sir. Only when I'm floating. When I step on the dock, I'm a bar waitress. And like, no, oh, I can't imagine. So Oh, that's a pretty stupid question. So we can go the stupid question thing because I'm sure that yes. you have a ton of them. So what um, other type of stupid questions did you get? I got a phone call asking if it was okay to go swimming with the fish because she had her period. And would the <laughs> would would the blood hurt the fish? Oh, hurt the fish? Yeah. Oh, no, but okay. I was it's going to attract different. some sharks. That's what I was uh, thinking. Honestly, it depends like, on what kind of fish. I know. You know, they come down and ask you, like, do you have a cherry flavor Vicks cough formula 44 <laughs> nighttime, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, ma'am, we have this and we have this. Well, are you going to get some? You're not a real doctor if you don't have. I'm like, cherry ma'am, we're, we're at sea. So no, we're not going to get any. No, yeah, people don't realize. Sometimes they they just make assumptions that they can go to a Seven Eleven and get whatever they want. I remember people coming up to the purser's desk to complain about their oh, yes. their medical bill because yeah. you don't take insurance, you don't take regular insurance. No, you know people have to pay, and then if they need to claim it, they claim it with their insurance. So. I'm sure you got a lot of unhappy people down there. Every day we had complaints, especially if they came down, you know, had a sore throat and they wanted, you know, antibiotics like Americans want for everything. They go to complain to the purser because the doctor didn't give them their Z-Pack, their antibiotics. The South African doctor said to me one time, what's up with all these Americans wanting antibiotics for everything? And I said, look, you've got two choices. Give them the damn medicine and let them out the door because you'll never see them again. Or you can sit there and explain it to them, but they're still going to go up to the purser's desk and complain. And after about three days, he was like, screw this. And he just like, give them whatever they want. Do you have any stories or any like little things that you can remember of like something that was pretty scary, but has a positive outcome? Because I want to try to keep it <laughs> as positive because I yeah, think we're so- so- <laughs> we, we we already, we've already we, reached we're, the we're not going to talk about all the people that died. Let's not go there. Yeah, that's what no. I was going to say. Yes, because I like, we can go dark way too quick. So I'm trying to think of a positive one. Uh, 
so we had a guy who had a heart attack. We were in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. I had to go up in the helicopter, the basket over the ocean oh, and was scared to death. That must have been an death. experience. Did it spin Oh my much? gosh, I was scared to death. But did the basket spin a bit? Because I remember seeing people being lifted and the, that basket starts spinning and it's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this poor person. The basket yeah. didn't spin, but patient came up next. And when the stretcher came up, stretcher all of a sudden tipped down like yeah. this as it was coming in the door. Oh, no. <laughs> and me what? and the rescue swimmer grabbed him and pulled him in the helicopter. And I thought, oh, oh. my gosh. He asked me if we were in Vietnam. <laughs> he was having wow. flashbacks. Yeah, I bet. Oh, because geez. Yeah. he was on morphine. Stretcher guys were like Thai people, you know. So he looks up and sees all the Vietnamese looking guys and he thinks, oh my God, I'm in Vietnam. Yeah, that was scary. I was really, I did not want to go. Kept keeping my fingers crossed. How did he do? He, we made it to the hospital. Close. <laughs> so close. Almost. So close. So close. I thought we were going to say he slid out of the basket. No, it was really sad. Oh, my passengers screaming at you saying carnival should have a helicopter standing by at all times. We're in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. You don't understand how far away that is. I don't get how they were like, hey, send your nurse up in the first basket. Like that should be like the nurse is supposed to stay on the ship. We have our own medical staff in the in the helicopter. No, the Coast Guard doesn't always have medical staff on there. They have oh. a rescue swimmer and he's like an EMT. They wanted a nurse to go along. Yeah. I guess the best part was I got to stare at the rescue swimmer in his little dive suit. <laughs> <laughs> yes i would be doing the same um, was this your was this your only helicopter rescue or did you have several no we've had several i've only gone up twice up in the helicopter over the ocean can you talk about experience going off in a port that you had to go to where you were like oh my god what am i getting myself into probably the worst hospital i went to in port is was in jamaica is you know there rios Ocho rios yeah i had a guy who had a heart attack on the ship and the family started screaming at me didn't think they should have to pay because they had he had a heart attack on carnival and so what what was that what was that hospital experience like and how long did you stay i stayed a couple hours but the hospital is um not really it's kind of like a band-aid clinic they didn't have a monitor they didn't have a machine and don't buy marijuana in jamaica and try and sneak on the ship Every week, Brad, remember, every week a passenger got arrested in Jamaica because it was a setup. They have yeah. a very specific setup. They sell people drugs and they tip the security at the at the yep. at the port and they know exactly who to pick up and they're always get busted every single week. And I did a lot of <laughs> cruises to Jamaica. And I'm not kidding. I think it was pretty much every single week we lost a guest. And even when you get off in Jamaica and port, you have to be very careful and watch your bag because they'll even slip it in your bag without you knowing it. And then tell the police she has pot in her bag. I would say that's probably one of my least favorite ports was Jamaica. I found that it was a lot of fun once you got out of the town and the natural beauty was great. Like we used to go on those rafting trips on the river. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, you get away from the town area and it's just a, again, beautiful, natural beauty, but it could be a little rough. And even the cruise director in their speeds, it was like, look, we're going into Jamaica. You're not going to be able to bring it back on. If you buy it in Jamaica, make sure you smoke it, all of it in Jamaica. Have a great time. (laughs) Just don't bring it back on the ship because you ain't going to make it. 
you know, crew wise, uh, I think we said before crew wise, if you got caught with that, they would just take your bags, ship you off in Jamaica and go, he's yours. We had a couple of dancers on the Jubilee, my first ship. Oh no, the sensation. I'm sorry. Who were doing cocaine and they brought the drug dogs on and caught them. There were all sorts of drug issues on the ships, at least back then when we, when we were on in the nineties, at least when I was on, there was always drug problems of people trying to bring stuff on and, or, or get it into Miami. And there was, but I mean, it was constant and the dogs would come on board in Miami. They would bring the dogs on board and, and sniff around. Yeah, there was an instance in on the sensation, um, not with me, but with one of my friends. The nurse was from Costa Rica and she had cocaine in her bag and was walking off the ship in Miami and dropped her bag because she was so nervous and the dog ran over. She got caught. Oh. Well, the drug dog came into the infirmary and went crazy. She was hiding the cocaine in the infirmary. Crazy. The dog was like, there's some over here. There's some over here. There's some back here. <laughs> uh, how many ships did you work on for uh, Carnival? I worked on the Destiny, the Sensation, Miracle, the Pride. I would say probably 10 total. That's a lot of different yeah, ships. I like the smaller ones better just because it was a little bit more, the crew were more friendly. What's funny you know? is the the ships that we thought were big, at least back in the nineties are like <laughs> the tiny ships now. <laughs> yeah. They're like tenders. I now. know. And it's like, you know, back when we were on there, they were all the biggest ships in the world. And now they're like, you can fit four of them in, in, you know, the Oasis or whatever it is. I can't I'll imagine to... what it's like working on one of those huge oh, ships now. I have a friend that works on, worked on the oasis you couldn't pay me to work on that thing it's too big so what's uh what's some of the funny goofy stuff that you've seen passenger wise like you know people passed out and any goofy funny stuff or crew members i had a guy one night who called me on the phone and said um he had a problem because his penis was stuck in his zipper <laughs> Ouch. All I can think of is something about Mary movie right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the pork and, and beans problem. And it was formal <laughs> night and I had to call the doctor. I had to call the doctor, you know, and it was formal night. So he was at the captain's table. So the captain, all these senior officers are together. So they all heard the story because I called him. He didn't believe me at first. And I said, could you please bring the chief with you because we don't have instruments that small to get this all you know we finally got it all fixed but the guy tries to tell me that well it was the steiner's fault Steiner's because they made him they made him hurry up and so he didn't put his underwear on and zipped his pants up really quick and i said sir those girls have a lot of talents but i don't think this is one of them <laughs> oh my, oh my god he, mu- he must it sounds like he must have really got a got it stuck in there so he i'm, did, I'm yes. referring had- back to something about mary did he make it over the franks and beans and was there stitches involved <laughs> or did he yeah I mean- he yeah he actually it looked like he had once we got it all undone, we had to take the zipper apart and everything. Um, it looked like someone had scraped the side of his penis. Oh, no. And so he's like, well, now my vacation is ruined. And I'm like, well, it's not my fault. Oh, my God. That's um, too funny. Oh, man. Gosh, I'm uh, sweating. And then we had a time where the captain of the ship in the 90s, this is when Viagra came out. He wanted me to go into um, New Orleans to the farm 
pharmacy and get him Viagra. No yeah, so shame. the doctor wrote him a prescription and he got mad at me because Carnival wouldn't pay for it. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> he sends you there that he's mad because you because they're not gonna pay for it. That that is such an egotistical captain move. Yeah. That's, oh yeah, that, but most but, of them were like that. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but the idea that he he wouldn't he wasn't even embarrassed to like no. ask somebody. And we had a lot of honeymoon problems. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so we had a girl that kept coming down and saying she was having female problems. <laughs> so as he's doing the pelvic exam, he can't have sex. So at, he's doing the pelvic exam, and the doctor looks up at the husband and says, "Well, are you big?" And he goes, "Well, I don't know. I guess normal." size <laughs> i don't know wait For wait the- I, I, oh, wait I, that was it that was it nobody yeah. nobody nobody checked it out nobody got a ruler out or anything no i didn't no but no but um he's staring at his crotch and the doctor's <laughs> looking at his crotch and, and ask while he's got his hand inside this woman and then he goes well are you me <laughs> Oh, man. You know, the honeymooners, they come in and they'll say, I left my birth control pills at home. And I'm like, well, here's a bag of condoms. Happy honeymoon. Right. Don't you got to improvise. Do you remember of a, a pretty crazy crew medical story where a crew member came to see you? So we had an entertainer who was um, running through the hallways naked <laughs> in the crew area. And they All bring right. him to the infirmary. His whole cabin was, he was manic, was filled with microprint rambling writing everywhere. Whoa. Wow. Holy and I'm cow. Like, so I said to his roommate, you couldn't have like told us this was going on, you know, like he thought that was normal. Never, you should never work on a cruise ship if you have an underlying psychiatric problem. No, because yeah. you're going to get one before you leave anyway. Yeah. So yeah. don't yeah. start with one. <laughs> yeah. no. That's so, like I'm a mild alcoholic and I got a job on a cruise ship. I'm like, you're right. going to die. And yeah. so we sedated him. Security, you know, had to sit with him in the infirmary. And so I said to the security guard, well, you have to go in the bathroom with you know, like uh, I'm not going with him. The security guard is gagging and he threw up in the wastebasket. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's in there with a guy going to the bathroom. (laughs) Yes. What happens? Leave the door open a little bit. Like you can't because they're crazy. You might, you know, like smash the mirror and cut himself, or you know, you can't trust crazy Paul. You know, Uh, was he that far gone? uh, So what happened to him? Did did they have to ship him off? Um, Oh, he's off the next day. Yeah, we waited. We waited for two big burly male nurses to came from Miami somewhere and escorted him home on a commercial flight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. if that's what happened to Gary Mulcahy. <laughs> <laughs> Previous episode, you'll get it if you listen to that episode. <laughs> um, then you get the passengers that like to answer the door naked when room service brings their food. Oh, what's, yeah. What's wrong with yeah, that? That happens. Perverts. Oh, yeah. That happens all God. the time. <laughs> I tip well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so you, you know, though, that in the 90s, there used to be a, a group of middle-aged women that go on cruise ships just to sleep with their cabin stewards. Yeah. Huh. Remember, we had that story from... Uh, Oh, what was it? That, that stewardess that we had. Uh, um, oh, Annette oh, Bodden. Oh, Annette? Annette Bodden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had a great story about how 
this the, one of the stewards pretty much disappeared the whole week and basically he was one of the passenger sex slave for the week yep. <laughs> yeah. we used wow. to get a talking to like when we'd be in a crew staff meeting or something and there was three different groups of people the first group was for the latin countries so make sure you ask for an id don't get caught alone there's plants you know so you know just I- don't get caught for you know underage stuff and the other one was uh, the same as the airline, uh, the airline stewardesses and nurses, uh, specifically a group of nurf- nurses would come on the ship to have the best time of their life. All they came on, they were wanting to, you know, bang crew members and yep. crew staff or whatever. They just wanted to have a good, good time. They were just basically warning us, you know, be careful, don't get caught, you know, the same stuff applies. Don't get caught in their cabins and all that stuff. And, you know, we're like, okay, okay. All right. And then the meeting's over and we're like, let's go hang out there. How do we find these? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so have you ever heard of the saying on the cruise ship with the crew, nothing could be finer than fucking a Steiner. <laughs> I have heard that one. I heard a version of that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were pretty wild. Those girls. I was kind of like their mom. I will say that. Crazy. And actually um, I'm meeting up with one of the dancers that I met on my first ship. Um, she's actually from Michigan as well. And she will be here next week. Just yeah. in time for your story to air. I know. We're coming to the end of our show. Um, okay. Real quick. Do you have any more stories, uh, favorite stories, funny stories? Um, I have a funny one, quick, funny one. You know, when you're on call, people call you in the middle of the night. So some guy called me and said, look, I'm really drunk and my girlfriend's really drunk and I can't take care of her. So could she come down there and sleep with you? <laughs> and I and, said, and, uh, uh, how, how'd that turn out? <laughs> I said, well, I don't know if my husband would like that. So <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. We don't babysit drunks. Oh, <laughs> She's come down there and sleep with you. <laughs> oh, I don't God. know. I would say, though, my favorite ship that I've ever been on is a, the Disney ship. I wouldn't want to work on there because I all those parents kids. with the kids, but it's gorgeous. And the facilities were top notch and mm-hmm. the nurses rooms were gorgeous. I mean, that makes sense. I've heard good things about uh, very good yeah. things about it. That's pretty cool. I wonder I wonder if it's different. What you know, the different Disney cruise with the with the meals and stuff that are included versus, you know, a $15 um, soda pop in a $25 McDonald's hamburger in Disney World. Well, you know, and they have restaurants now that you, you know, can if you want to eat at a fancier restaurant, even Carnival does that now too. You you pay. It's yeah. not expensive as on land, and some of it is worth it. Some of, some of the, it is worth it. Johnny Rockets is not worth it. No, oh, I no. can't believe have, you paid to eat at Johnny Rockets. <laughs> I did. And I was like, that, what are okay. you doing? This is uh uh-uh. They have Guy Ferrari or whatever his name is, <sighs> burgers on Carnival. They yeah. they suck. I don't there's nothing special about them. I have never had a good burger at sea. I remember when I worked and maybe maybe it's different now, but when I worked on board even though I like looked forward to the burgers, the first thing I did when I signed off a ship is I would go to Fuddruckers and have myself a great big <laughs> cheeseburger because I really missed like a really good burger while I was working on board. I miss having my room cleaned, my bed made and <laughs> not having to cook. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I had to like, and always having went, fresh fruit cut up. Yeah. I, so going from college to ships and then finally like really living on my own, it was just like, it was very weird. It was like, almost like I was a little behind the times and then I had to learn everything from scratch because I'd never cooked for myself. And so yeah. I, not that I cook much now, but 
you know, um, it was it, it was a weird transition off a ship <laughs> to land. Like, oh, I miss having my room cleaned every day. And no know. change here because we had to clean our own room. <laughs> oh, yeah. When but, you're an um, officer, you have a little better privileges. But. Well, awesome, Amy. Uh, our time is up for this show. Um, I want to say thank you for coming on and sharing your stories. Oh, and you're stuff welcome. While I had a good Carnival. time. It was exciting. Thank you so yes. much. Yes, that was. Oh, great. you're welcome, guys. All right, All right. So, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. I can't believe they called somebody a doctor for the penis cotton <laughs> zipper. Um, but what are you going to do? I mean, you're yay. stuck. I don't know what I would do, but I would think long and hard before calling oh. medical personnel. <laughs> <laughs> long and hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage